This is the podcast where we say what we think. The podcast with no embezzlements. It's the podcast where we are adequately fed up with keeping our mouths shut about controversial issues and where we speak up. Join me, Mel, and my co-host, Mo, where today we will discuss multiracial relationships. Mm, controversial topic. Okay, I need to drink because apparently this topic is about me. Since <laughs> I'm <laughs> since I'm in a multiracial um, relationship or marriage, um, to like I said, very uh, let me see how can I describe my husband? He is very subtle, but he is also very realistic, and um, yeah, he takes his time, you know, speaking to someone and giving answers and things like that, you know, it's like someone, he is the total opposite of me. I he's am someone, he's, guy. Well, he's quite, he needs to be quiet. Yes, but with a very opinionated Yes, 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 yes. And See, you know set him. in his opinion. I think everybody that gets to know him quickly understands what kind of person he is. And I think that's why people are very intrigued with him. And that's why people like him so much. I think people like him more than what they like me. Me, on the other hand, I'm very... I speak before I think that it's gotten me into a lot of trouble. But that's also <laughs> why we like you. Yeah, I think so. So I am an open book. Um, nothing is off limit. But um, yeah, so let's get to know my side from a multi-relationships. Multi-racial relationships. Multi-racial relationships perspective. So. We also try to do a topic that's close to heart for the first few episodes. So that you can get to know us a little bit more. Yeah, I'm not so sure if they want to know me because like I'm the I'm the kind of friend where you before you introduce me to people, you first have to say be nice <laughs> no. um, before you go in. It's like okay, so Monique, please, you know, um, don't kill them, don't <laughs> be nasty, don't be because I'm very like I said, I'm someone just straightforward. There's nothing wrong with that, though. I don't, I'm, I'm not that straightforward. I think um, it's more of I have no filter. Um, and like I said, it's gotten me in, in, in trouble in the past. But um, I'm working on it. Yay! By doing an honest podcast. <laughs> no, doing an honest podcast. <laughs> and I must just add that we are, we are currently having... Uh, what? Prison. Prosay. The, the way it sounds, it's like very white, isn't it? It's like rosé, like in Cape Town, we all just say, um, it's rosé with ice balls. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but it's, it's quite tasty. Um, Milani made it. So, yeah, she's she's very Susie homemaker sometimes, you know. She's very, she likes Pinterest. I'm the Martha Stewart without the cleaning pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. You like to try new things. I mean, you're not shy to try things on Pinterest and YouTube and things. And that's what I, what I like about you is that, you like to, me on the other hand, I'll be like, um, if it comes in a bottle or in a box, I don't care. Um, as long as I can pour it in a glass, you're the type of, oh, Mally's like, oh, let me make this, try and make this myself. Oh, it's <laughs> called rosé. Let me try and make rosé. Let me ferment some some grapes and make my own wine. Where I'll be like, just pour. <laughs> like, can, where's the rest of the glass? <laughs> where's the rest of the glass? So, yeah. So, let's get started. Yes, let's get to this topic. So... To start off this topic, how did you and your husband meet? Um, we met. 
it's a very cliche type of thing. We met because we were hanging out in the same crowd. Um, and we went for this. Um, no, we went to that time. There were still the stones. Um, I don't know if still, stones still exist, but we went to stones. And there was this group of guys and, and we were a group of girls hanging out. And they, um, one of our, one of my friends at the time, um, she was with me and a friend of his was with him and they liked each other. Um, and they went out a couple of times and then my friend didn't want to go anywhere without me, uh, with my husband's friend. So we were initially just thrown in each other's faces, but we couldn't stand each other. Like my husband couldn't stand me. He couldn't understand. Like he would, whenever I should like come with my friend or something, he'll be like, is she here again? You know, that type of situation. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm in your face. Like, who do you think you are type of thing? And then, then just this one night, um, we started talking and yeah, we, we actually had a decent conversation. And that time there was no such thing as like, you know, WhatsApp and things like that. It was like, um, mix it. And he took my number. Well, he didn't take my number. I forced him to take my <laughs> number. And um, that same evening, I got a message that said hi. And then we just started having a conversation. And we actually, because we started, um, you know, talking, we got to know each other. And just from the it grew. Did you realize you have something more in common? Oh, yes. Well, just just for reference, like, um, what race are you and what race are you? Well, my husband is Indian um, and I am colored. <laughs> I'm colored. Um, and, <laughs> and I was like, what? Colored. Colored. I'm colored and my husband is Indian. Um, and the French you were with that evening, were they also multiracial? No, they were Indian. It's like, <laughs> ever, Indian. Since, ever since I moved to Gauteng, it's been like, um, I don't really have a lot of colored friends. Well, I do have a few and I'm very close to them. Um, wonderful ladies um, that I'm friends with, Lindsay and Fran. Um, awesome, strong women. But the majority of the people that I hang out with um, are Indian and then white predominantly. Uh, just because of where we stay, it's uh, it's a predominantly white, white area. area. Um, and then I have my um, my black friends. So, um, <laughs> you sound so racist right now. I sound very racist. <laughs> I've got my black friends. Well, I'm black too. If you if you look at it, um, they say <laughs> that you don't color people are black. But the majority of the people that I hang out with are black South Africans, um, white South Africans. Um, and then I've got a oh, few colored friends. That's pretty much all of us. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but predominantly white white friends. Um, Indian people I hang up with because my husband's family well stays and resides here in Gauteng, and then obviously in Durban. Um, I'm originally from uh, from Cape Town. So, would you say you got accustomed to the Indian culture by having Indian friends at a young age, or well, the uh, the the Indian culture wasn't um uh, well. Firstly, my husband is Christian. And his immediate family is Christian as well. His extended family um, follows the um, Indian cultures and traditions and religions. Um, and my husband was um, my husband's family is Tamil, so um, and they uh, turned uh, Christian when he was about maybe ten, eleven. Um, so so how, yeah. Do you know how that transition came about? Not not to the full point, but yeah. Not something I know I said it's not um 
you know, nothing so glamorous. But that's something that that's I cannot, that I that's personal to them. It's not my story to tell. Um, but yes, they, they, my husband's immediate family is Christian. And then with myself, it wasn't hard for me to be in a relationship with someone that's Christian. I mean, uh, Indian or a different race from myself because I was brought up in a family where race didn't matter, you know, your culture didn't matter. As long as the person was a good person and an honest person, um, that's the way my father and my mother raised us. Um, and also because um, my father's side of the family, we do have um, Indian culture and Indian um, relatives. So it wasn't, that's also Tamil. So, so it wasn't, wasn't a big shock. It wasn't a big shock or anything like that for them. For his family, I put, like, they've always, they've, from the beginning, they've welcomed me with open arms. They've never made me feel like, because I'm the only, from what I know, I'm the only non-Indian uh, on my husband's okay. side. So, but they've never made me feel like, an outcast or anything that I'm different or anything like that. So, um, and I'm one of the, the I, I think, well, that I'm one of the lucky people with in-laws that are actually, that love me, that honestly love me. Yes. No, um, they make in-laws, me, <laughs> they're great people. They're, yeah, I've got a wonderful mother-in-law and I've got an awesome sister-in-law. Oh my gosh, I love my sister-in-law. Um, and I love my mother-in-law. So I am... Very lucky in that regard. They're very good for her. Yeah, no, they are. I, I can, I can depend. I can because remember, my family is in Cape Town, so my mom is there. My dad passed away in 2018, um, but I mean, my mom and my sister and my brother—they're all in Cape Town. All my family is in Cape Town, except for my dad's side of the family. But I'm not very really close to them. Um, that's this side, and then um, my mom's family. Everybody's in in Cape Town, and then I've got my uncle that's this side, but. You know, just because you stay in the same vicinity and things, that doesn't mean that you're gonna make you not make, but that you don't always have time for for other things because you you have you live your own life. You know, you have a family of your own and things like that. So sometimes you, you there's just no time to hang out. You know, especially when there's a lot of things happening. You know, and um, in your life and things like that. But yeah, my I, I love my husband's family. So Monique has twins. Very, very gorgeous, very gorgeous little girls. Um, hooligans at times. And, and sometimes very strong some, women being sick after their mother. Sometimes I feel like they're the spawn seed of Chucky. <laughs> Honestly, it's like it's like they, they can be like little angels the one minute and the next minute it's like, did you really come from my womb? Well, isn't that all children? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. No, but they, they're gorgeous. <laughs> they're gorgeous. So, yeah. So let, tell me a bit about the experience you had when you went to home affairs with your husband to register them. Well, when they, <laughs> funny story. So, you know, um, at the hospitals, well, at least we, I'm not sure how it works at um, a government hospital, but at the, the private institution that we went to, they normally they've got like a little facility from um, the Department of Home Affairs where you can register your child's birth. But then it's not a... Um, what do you call these birth certificates? Uh, these mumbo jumbo, like long unabridged. There you go. These it wasn't an unabridged uh, birth certificate. Yes, so, in so South we Africa, decided that still works differently. In South Africa, you can either get a bridged certificate, which has the parents' um, birth names, on, no, doesn't have the parents' no, names. No, it doesn't on, have the names. On. And all the unabridged, which has both parents' names on, and to do most. Things, open a bank account or go overseas or anything you need the unabridged certificate yeah so the hospital only uh, had the, the facility of the bridge certificate so we said okay fine 
we'll wait to give up the names. So we will go to the Department of Home Affairs instead so we can get an unabridged certificate. And mind you, I loved the traditional Indian names. Sushmita, Tulsi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my girl's names um, is Nikita Aloysia. And um, her twin sister is Trinity Kahira. So the only way I could get an Indian name was in the sickness. Their father gave their names. But Trinity originally was supposed to be called Tulsi. And Nikita was supposed to be called um, Sushmita. And another name that I also liked was... um, Oh, I can't remember. Why didn't you give this? Because he didn't want to give them... Uh, Indian names. He didn't. He didn't. I don't know. Up until today, I always ask him, and he just says no. <laughs> like when I ask him, why don't you? No. But no. But I mean, no. Like so, I was like, okay, fine. So we decided on the names. Um, on the on the next podcast, we'll we'll talk about how the girls got the names. But we named them Nikita and Trinity. And so we went to the Department of Home Affairs, and then you get like this little box that you have to tick, where it says, you know, the race of the child. So it's either white, colored, uh, Asian, which is, you know, Indian or Chinese or whatever, and black. Those are the only boxes you can tick. And we were like, um, but my husband is Indian and I'm colored. So what do they fall under? Because they are multiracial. They're not specified. Yeah, where's that box? Because, I mean, they're not specified as colored or black. And then and we actually, off. yeah, and half and off. So, I mean, we actually went and called the supervisor at the Department of Home Affairs. And um, this was now, mind you, this was like six, seven years, six years ago. And he told us that you are what your father is. Oh, that's so if you, true. so, well, this is what they told us. So we didn't have a problem with it. We would have registered them Indian or colored, you know, but I mean, having a surname, the surname that we have, it's like, um, um, so he said, normally, if you like, if somebody's married, then you are what you're for because you, as a wife, you take your husband's uh, name. So you accept the family of the father, so you accept the family and the race and the traditions oh, of the father, and things like that. So, because my husband that's is so Asian, ancient, actually, so, because yeah. I mean, that brings up a whole other topic of. of Female what if I male exactly what what if equality. I what if my husband took my surname? Yeah, you know, that, that type of area where you exactly. can ask that. But we made it like initially, I mean at that session it didn't matter it didn't because really you actually get along. And I mean with us it's like so we registered them as Indian, Asian. Um and so yeah, they are Indian. But they are the cutest little Indians because um, the other day, Nikita was like, Mommy, you know, she doesn't say colored. She says, Mommy, you are colorful and daddy's Aww. Indian. So that, <laughs> so, makes, so that makes us colorful Indians. I said, yes, my baby. That is the best description ever. I and I mean, she's, she's six years old. I mean, she's honest, you know. Colorful so Indian. yeah, I touched my heart a little bit, but we've never had the the discussion of race and stuff with them. I mean, they're six years old, but they, as they grow older, society will teach them things like, but this is black, this is white. And that's a discussion we must have. And when they ask us these questions, we must answer them truthfully and honestly. Well, at least you don't look that different, don't you? But do you think that, oh, children are mean, what I'm trying to say. Aren't you scared of what other children might say to them at a stage? Well, it doesn't, not just about race. I mean, every parent 
is cared for the child. I mean, we, the, the, the country and the society and the, the life that we're living in nowadays is not the same as when we were small and when yeah. we were growing up. You know, so you are fearful for your children all the time. But one thing that my dad, my late father, always, always emphasized on is when I gave birth to, to the girls, or when I was pregnant with the girls, my dad told me, you know what, I will never tell you how to raise your children, and I will never give you advice because every parent needs to, you know, like, figure it out themselves because it's your child. You know how, what will be best for them. Even if it's the first time around, you will figure it out. But the one thing my dad always said is, don't raise your child for yourself, raise them for the world. Because the world is a cruel world. So you need to teach yes. them how to be strong and how to stand on their own two feet because you're not always going to be there in the playground to say, don't you dare touch my child. Don't you dare. I'm going to tell your mommy. No. <laughs> you know, you need to, they must be able to stand up for themselves. So yes, um, it's fearful for me, but I mean, my children, they know who they are and they're comfortable in their own skins and I'm raising them to be comfortable in their own skin. Confident. Exactly. And also I think there's so many multiracial children out there today that it's it's become a norm. It's not like back yeah, in the day when it's like frowned upon or anything like that. Has anyone ever said anything mean to you about it? Oh my God, they, they dare not to. I'm like a, I'm like a, people say something <laughs> about my, yeah, it's like when people say things about me, it's like, you know, everybody has this thing about where they say, oh, this person is colored, this person is colored, don't wrong that person, this person is colored. You know what? Yes, I will bring out Belha, I will bring out Malibu, I will bring out Blackie's Eye, I will bring out Cape Town, you know, for my kids. But there's also boundaries, you know, and limitations and things like that. So, um, yeah, no. What I'm thinking not about, face. not to my face, <laughs> not to my face, but nobody has said anything. But I also think I've got cute kids. I've got gorgeous. I have gorgeous children. <laughs> they look more white than anything else in the beginning when they were still small. And I don't know where the white comes from. Maybe from the colored background. You know, it's yeah. multi. I myself, I'm multiracial. I'm multiracial. Colored people are multiracial yeah. people. You know. Um, but nobody has said anything mean. I mean, my children don't really look really? Indian. I think, I think they look more like a blend of colored and white. But they've got their father's features. Like they're starting, and that irritates the living daylights out of me that they're starting to look like their dad. <laughs> because everybody used to say, "Oh, they look just like you. They look just oh, like you." Right, and I'll be like, "Yay! <laughs> the only thing they have about him is his, his blood type. <laughs> Yay! His blood type. They've got his blood type, but they look like me, you know." <laughs> but now, especially Nikita, she's like her features are becoming just like her dad's. Like um, I saw the picture of. Uh, I looked at a picture of my husband when he was like about one years old. There's a picture of him with his dad. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like I'm looking into Nikita's face. It's just a, you know, a little bit of a darker version of Nikita. But it's like, they look just, they're starting to look just like him. Obviously, when someone sees my kids for the first time, they've obviously noticed that they look like me. Like people will say, oh my God, it's like a paste and copy. But when they walk with their dad, it's like when people will say, oh, they look just like you. Well, mostly Nikita. Trinity looks a bit more like me. It's just, step back. they're identical twins. 
They're identical <laughs> twins, but they don't really look. They're identical. They're identical. I, I struggle sometimes, like even without the hair and with the Well, I think it's because, you know what, Trinity has a, that's also another topic that we're going to discuss, but Trinity has got a, my one daughter, she's got a tracheostomy too. Um, so when you look at them from behind, um, before, um, you wouldn't know who's who, and you you, you first have to say turn around, <laughs> so you can see. For now, we can uh, now we can, which one which is one is which. But but yeah, and Nikita's got a more fuller face, but that's also because of the oncology treatment. Yeah. So um, also another. There's like a lot of topics coming. Um. So yeah, I'm also an oncology mom. So um, Nikita has got um was diagnosed with leukemia, um last year, and by the grace of our creator, she is in remission, but there's like a, a two-year protocol that she still has to follow. But we're going to have a whole, whole topic and discussion yes. about that. But yeah, you can see the, the, the obviously they're identical, um, but because of all the, the medical conditions and things like that, you can see the differences in them. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. And then... So you've become parents and obviously each person has his parenting style, but within a multiracial relationship, do you feel that you sometimes differ in the way you treat situations from your husband because of your different backgrounds, because of the way you were raised, because of your racial differences? Well, I don't, from a personal perspective now, I don't think, Yes, we both have our own opinion and our own ways of raising the girls, but we do come to obviously to an agreement of some sorts because I mean it's our children, you know, it's not my children or his children; it is ours. So we both have to respect each other's ways of raising them and dealing with certain situations. Like for example, when it comes to things like. Um, Let's say, for example, and I don't think it's a racial thing. I think it's a parent thing. Um, where if the, one of the girls do something that's not right, he will come to a point of saying, it's wrong, this is your punishment. You know, <laughs> straight to the point. Where I will be like, oh, my baby, but why did you do that? This is wrong. This is, in my head, I'm thinking, you little hooligan, you... But... Externally, I'm like, why did you do that? That's the therapy what is side the, of Monique coming out there. What, what, is the, what, is the, what, is the, what is the reason for all of this? You understand? So, I mean, I do have my days where I'm like screaming and shouting like a mad thing. And then the girl's eyes just go wide, like, who let the color out? You know? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and I also think um, from my husband's side... He is also very, and I think this is well. Like I'm saying, I'm 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 speaking under correction, um, because obviously the way um, he was raised in the situation and things like that, you know, only he can speak from from that perspective, from a colored perspective. But I also don't think it's a colored thing. I think everybody no, does it. it you know? The way he's speaking tells me every parent. It's literally every parent has its own has her or his own opinion about exactly. the same things. We're raised differently because we were raised in different terms. Even children raised in the same home tend to have different parenting styles one day yeah. when they're grown up. Yeah. And 
ideas about life. Yeah. And I think it's, it's I think for us is that we don't make it a how can I put it? We don't make it a thing. A priority of saying, oh, this is an Indian way or this is a colored way or because we don't see it as a I think for us it's more about it's the public or people out there that see it as a multiracial relationship or children. We see it as a relationship. We see it as a relationship. We see it as a children. We see it as a husband and a wife and we see it as a family. A family. You know, I think it's society that that trademarked, you know, multiracial. Of because it's the way that they see it, but they don't. They're not. They've branded that. it. They've branded it, and it's not something. I think it's also you know the fact that a lot of people, because it still happens where if you see a black man and a white woman walking in the mall hand in hand, you still get people that turn their heads. If you see a colored with a, a Indian, if you go into Durban or something like that, people will still turn heads. Mostly the older generation. If you see yes. a Chinese man with a, a white woman, people still turn heads. If you see a Chinese with a black people turn heads. Because for them, it's not the norm. Because people are raised in the sense of, well, at least the older generation are raised with the sense of, you stick with your own kind. Whereas with the, the newer and younger generation, we are like, you know what? Cross this. Exactly. It's like more like, if this is a man, I'm in love with him. I no, want to be with man. him. No, it's my man. Or this is this is a woman. I'm in love with her. I don't see the color of her skin. It's not an issue on factor or things like that. I think once we we start raising our children with the concept of it's not important whether you are black, white, but I think that makes everything just a little bit better. You know? Yes. So, but we don't... For us, I think it was still an issue, maybe in the beginning, because when we started dating, I I was actually the one that felt like, how's your family gonna feel about me being colored? I was the one. He was okay. He was never, he was never the type of person that said, "Well, um, you're the first colored in my family." I'm like, oh, my <laughs> Were family. you the first? Yes. So, but he never made that point or anything. You understand yes. what I'm saying? I was the one that that felt. What is his family going to think of me? Scared exactly. of what's going to happen. What's going to happen? What are they going to say? You know, because for me, I, it's, I grew up with family members of different races. I understand? Yeah. So for him to be Indian from a very... And that's the thing also. Like, I, I felt scared when we were just... Because we were dating for a very... We dated for an extremely long time before we introduced each other. To our families, I think we dated for about two years before we you were sure we were sure that you know what, okay, we can introduce each other to our families and things like that. But he introduced me to his family first. Oh, the icebreaker. And I was actually the very first girl, Indian, not Indian. I was the very first girl he introduced to his family. Oh, wow. So that alone oh, was that like was I think he's already. I think his family. <laughs> I think his family was just happy he wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think his family was just happy he wasn't gay. Because I mean, I'm the first girl that he brought home. Wow. I mean, and he had a lot of girlfriends, mind you. And I can't say this because he's very honest about it. He had a lot of <laughs> girlfriends before, you know, me. Um, and he never took... And it was long. Some of the, the relationships he had was, was quite long relationships. 
but he never he never took anybody home. He took me home. So yeah, that says something. It says something that it says. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're still married. <laughs> He's the same one. He thinks, you know, he thinks a lot before he does anything. Says something. So I guess that covers the basic of our topic. If you like our podcast, please subscribe and like it. It's free. And so I guess we'll chat soon with another controversial topic. Also, don't forget to like our Facebook page, Adequately Fed Up, and also follow us on Instagram at Adequately Fed Up. Bye. Bye.